3: The Team Never Quit podcast is sponsored by Navy Federal Credit Union. If you've got a big ticket item in mind to buy, start saving with a certificate from Navy Federal Credit Union. With the money tucked away, you can keep it safe from temptation. Learn more at NavyFederal.org slash save. Federally insured by NCUA. The Westwood One Podcast Network.
4: This is the Team Never Quit
2: Podcast.
4: So buckle up, buttercup.
3: Hey guys, welcome back to the Team Never Quit Podcast. This is not a best of TNQ podcast. This is a brand new episode. I know you guys have been waiting long enough COVID's got us back a little bit, but hey, we're back in the studio. We're doing this thing. Hey, thank you guys for listening, sharing, subscribing, all the things that you guys do to support us, even when we were just doing best of TNQ episodes. Man, that means the world to us. If you're not already, follow us on social media. You can head over to teamneverquit.com social. We've got all of our social media handles there. It'll make it really easy for you to find myself, Morgan, Marcus, the whole team, That's where you do it. Follow us because that's where we're putting out all the news of what we've got going on. And we've got some really cool stuff coming. We've got some great guests in the works. You guys don't want to miss what we've got coming up. All right. Today, we've got a special episode in store for you guys. But before we get to that, if you're not already following us on Patreon, if you never heard of Patreon, Patreon is really kind of an extra experience for our listeners. Uh, You guys can become a member as little as $1 a month. And what that allows us to do is continue to put out brand new episodes every single week. It allows us to kind of support the team that does all the work in the background. But then it also allows us to produce some of that extra content. Things like additional episodes, bonus episodes. Um, We send out some really cool gear depending on which tier you're on. It's fun. I know just a couple weeks ago we actually did our first ever um, phone calls with Marcus. Uh, People were actually able to do a small FaceTime call with Marcus And that was a blast. That was for our elite members. The elite members also have these really cool boxes that are going out in the mail. And we've got some brand new gear. We're dropping into those as well. So if you haven't already, check us out, patreon.com slash teamneverquit. That's where you can get some bonus content. And we love it because you guys are supporting us. And that doesn't go unnoticed. We really appreciate you guys.
0: With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them.
5: Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire?
0: And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.
3: All right, so you guys know we've been on a bit of a hiatus. All right. All right. COVID shut the world down, so we took some time off to enjoy a family's, but we're back. And to kick things off, we got a very, very special guest. Granger Smith and his wife, Amber, are going to be joining us. If you don't know who Granger is, country music star. You might also know him for his split personality, Earl Dibbles Jr., and he's got an amazing lifestyle brand, Yee Yee Apparel. So Granger and Amber talk to us about the devastating loss of their son, River, which is really one of the first times they've opened up about this. And the story is just heart-wrenching. So you, you, you're going to want to hear this one. They're going to talk to you about how it's impacted their journey, how it's affected Granger's music, and much more. All right, guys, we've made you wait long enough. Let's get to it. Granger, Amber, hey, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Welcome to the show. All right, so we've got... A mad minute question from one of our listeners, Shalene asks, "What is your favorite bluebell ice cream?"
1: Man, I, I'm a uh, cookies and cream guy. Cookies and cream or vanilla, one of those two. Are pretty simple. All right,
4: Marcus, what about you? Oh yeah, I'm great. Divide, great divide. I, I'm split right down the middle, he man. Eats the cookies Blue and cream, though. <laughs> that's that's when I get a sweet sweet too. Because I we eat the ice cream no matter what. It's kind of like that. Yeah, that's part of yeah. it. Right, and. uh, Thank you, the good Lord for Blue Bell Ice Cream. Yes, I'm so glad absolutely. they came back. I remember when they, when they came back online, I got a picture of me hugging one of the trucks. I was like, thank you. Yes. And, uh, the, t- we swing by the, uh, the factory over there. But, oh, yeah, I'm a great divide.
5: I'm cookies and cream for sure. All yeah. right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I got to go with the cookie two-step. Is it the Texas two-step or oh, the cookie okay.
5: two-step? Texas, Texas two-step. Two step. It's cookies no. and cream and cookie dough. Yeah. Oh, I've never yeah. had that. Yeah. I didn't even know that that existed.
4: <laughs> Boom. Just dropped <laughs> it out <laughs> of there.
2: <laughs> I might
5: have to order that because I was going to say my second is um, the cookie dough. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. There you so, go. Yeah, yeah I'm going yep. really
3: yep. They just released another one like a week ago. Really? Um, fudge brownie. Oh, okay. That, it's all right. It's not my favorite, but it's
4: good. Yeah. It grows on you. Been, See, that's the problem is like once you get your flavor, it's kind of hard to... Yeah. 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 You know.
3: All right. I got another one. This one is from Heather. Heather says, "If you're deserted on an island and you can only have one person and one item with you, what's the item and who's the person? anytime, time, any place, past or present."
1: I, I'm I'm gonna go with with Amber. you yeah, know, See, that's, that's, that's a trick question. That's a trick question, right? <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: Good job. Thanks. We did not okay. walk into that because <laughs> I was like, "Who are you going to take that? Or you want me to?" I was like,
1: First of all, my wife." <laughs> um there are so many questions, you know. Is there water on this island? Oh. I'll I'll take a water well if there's not water. Okay. Gotta have some water.
2: Good plan.
5: Yeah. Um I think I'm gonna go with
0: sunscreen <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus, because he can stop anything.
4: <laughs> okay. Have great attitude. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, go get him attitude. Yeah.
5: Yeah, that's good. Th- th-
4: don't lose hope. Uh,
5: <laughs> Sorry, babe.
4: That's all right. I'm not taking you with That's me right.
5: Jesus would have brought him to That's you That's true yeah. <laughs> That's good
4: Have y'all seen that jungle survivor Where that guy digs in the ground With the It's just a stick And it has a little blade On the end of it have y'all, no. have y'all seen it
5: My gosh Marcus watches that for hours And <laughs> hours on YouTube? And hours Yeah yeah
4: So this guy He's, he's a YouTube sensation he's, he's one of the only guys On YouTube He never says a word uh-huh. He's just out in the middle He walks out Into the forest It's kind of hard to explain But he'll start Chipping away at the ground and then after, at the end of it, there'll be a room like with these kind of columns. Yes, and I pool. have seen that guy. Oh, oh, okay.
1: And he makes the the million-dollar swimming yeah, yeah, pool yeah, type. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Is that the one with a couple of guys?
1: Unbel- yeah, there's, there's, two, do, there's like, two different ones. There's one guy by himself. Never yes. says a
4: word. Our oh, yeah. kids watch that. that they is were just fascinating.
0: fascinated by it. I got yeah.
4: drawn into that a couple, yeah. couple weeks ago, and I was like, <laughs> and it's funny because me and my brother, go. he lives across the street. And we go back and forth and I grabbed one of those picks, and went out back, and started chipping in the ground. I was like, yeah, nope. that's a young man's <laughs> game there. <laughs> we got the bulldozer because this sucker, I mean, and then we started making jokes like, ah, oh, it's just different kind of dirt. You know, it's, it's yeah. hard over here. It's just yeah. hard. hard. We've got that red Caliche dirt, man.
5: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Okay. So for our listeners that don't know who y'all are, can you just introduce yourselves and what you do?
1: Yeah, I'm a um, singer songwriter. Ultimately, I guess by trade, but we also have a a brand, a lifestyle brand called Yee Yee. That um, me and my two brothers, we all three of us run that, and uh, it's uh, it has grown over the last um, probably six or seven years into something that's that's beyond music, that's uh, that. We're working on, for instance, beef jerky, and we have energy drinks, and we have uh, an, an apparel line, and um, it's become something that is, it, it represents an outdoor, live life to the fullest mentality, and uh, and now Amber has joined in on joined this
0: in on the ladies'
2: line, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And so she and she she has a and we I have a podcast that kind of supports that, and she has um, a Sunday morning show. That she has that, so she kind of has her, the Yee women, mm-hmm. I would say, that follow her, um, and she has brought a the the feminine voice to the three brothers, which we desperately needed over the years. <laughs> yeah.
5: That's awesome. My my oldest, our oldest son, is 22, in college, and that is a huge demographic for y'all. I know a lot of his friends. I've seen his friends wearing the Yee apparel, and I'm like. I know that guy. What? I can't believe it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that it is a huge line. If you've never heard of it, check out Yee Peril, and um, and all of your social media too. It's great. I love the um, the ye social media. It's yeah. funny. Yeah,
1: it's That's all over the place. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <It is.
5: laughs> I love it. Um,
4: so back it up. Tell us where you're from.
5: Yeah. Where are you originally from? Her
1: yeah, uh, originally from Dallas, and Amber's from Fort Worth. Where? Uh,
5: I went to high school in Dallas. Oh, did you? Yes. Okay,
1: you that? To, hey, yeah, come on. Okay, I went to, to like I mean, we're not doing a Do show. We're, we're like, in my Highlands. living room, man. Yeah. You got to get specific. Right? Where, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where did you go to high school?
5: I went to Dallas Christian. Okay, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, just right down the road. Yeah. Um, at the end, it, so when I was a teenager, my parents moved to Clifton, Okay. Which is outside of Waco, where they are now. My dad's passed away, but my mom's there and, and as a cattle rancher outside of Clifton.
5: I, um after high school, moved to Waxahachie. Yeah. Which is down yep. towards, yeah. heading down towards Waco. That's a good area. Good old Texas folk in here.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: <laughs> and you? Fort Worth.
0: Yeah. Yep. Where'd you go to school? Brewer in White Settlement. Nice. Yep. My parents are still there. They're in Benbrook. So that kind of Benbrook area.
4: Oh, that's cool. I and mean, then how'd y'all
1: meet? We met as cliche as you, as you can get yep. on my on a music video shoot.
0: I played the girlfriend.
1: In 2009.
0: What? That's awesome. Yeah.
1: That is That sounds awesome. like a setup. He, made, he, he totally made it. Him, you, right? It did yeah. you
5: get to pick who the... I did. You did. I did. Hey, I did. Hey, it's good to be the king, right?
1: <laughs> well, I wasn't, I was, no one knew who I was. And musically in two thousand nine, and so she was taking a big risk and didn't know if we if we might go take her out in the middle of nowhere and murder her.
0: Yeah, I took a, I took my girlfriend with me because he messaged me this on Facebook. Yeah, and said I'm a I'm a country singer. Would you like to come audition for my first music video?
4: Wait, that's all you had to do to get that to work. <laughs> that's it.
0: That's it. <laughs> I did. That's I did it. acting part time, so I was like, oh, well, this is another gig. I'll, you know, I'll go. I'm just called my girlfriend and we met at Starbucks, and then we spent the whole day together. And then after I left that night. I was like, I there's some uh, there's, I feel something for him. Oh, I love that. So I and made the first move, and I did have a boyfriend of like um, three weeks or so.
1: I was way too shy to have done to message like she messaged me and so said, "Is I there messaged, something else yeah. here?"
0: I said, "I just have to know. Like, did you did you feel anything? Was this just acting? Or were we just in the moment? Do you feel any? Did you feel anything back?" And then he was like, "Well." You need to break up with your
5: boyfriend. <laughs> oh my god! I gosh.
1: did. Yes. I did feel, but I, I didn't want to say that first. I just said, "I said, hey, regardless of how I feel for you or you feel for me, whatever this means, you need to break up with your boyfriend." Yeah. Regardless.
5: Oh, nice. That was gentleman
0: of you. And so then, I did. So she did. And then it—I guess a month, about a month—went by, and he messaged me after a show and said, "Do you want to meet for coffee?" So we closed down a Starbucks.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. I love um, that. How
1: was yeah, I Connor, got it. are
5: you listening? That's how you. That's how you land your <laughs> wife.
1: <laughs> Not quite. <but> Say
5: <laughs>
1: hey, so
4: you're doing a music video. Yeah, that's right. that's, that's, <laughs> did you hear the whole story? That uh, opened
1: brilliantly.
5: That's awesome. So yeah. did you get married right away?
1: I, I, uh, I was That was in February. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember I got that ring in June and then proposed to her in September. And then we got married in February. We
0: were married, yeah, a year and two days. Nice. Yeah. February, like, like
4: Valentine's Day, February.
2: Or?
1: Uh, the 11th, actually, the 11th. right before it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
5: We did. We did a quickie too. We met in June <laughs> and were married in November. Yeah. 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 When it you, was real quick.
4: No, blind date.
5: Yeah. Nice. Yep. You know, you know. Or you know, you yeah. know. Yeah, it was yeah. immediate. He moved in the, 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 next, I day. the next day. I showed up
4: next day. Yeah. So one of my fraternity brothers. I just gotten back from Africa. I was shooting for Beretta. And I was out there doing, we was doing that hunting show and um, we had just gotten back. One of my buddies was, oh, okay, so they have a family ranch and then my, uh, my, my fraternity brother's friends with her dad somehow, right? And he's yeah. like, hey, we're, they want to go out and we're going to do this thing out at their ranch.
5: It's like know, a guy's weekend. Guy's weekend.
4: Yeah. And I was like, ah, you know, I don't know, man. It's that and the other. kind of procrastinate about it. But um, then I get a text from her and she says, you know, kinda have, have a good time? I hadn't seen a picture of her or anything. I didn't know what she looked like mm-hmm. or nothing. And um, I get back, and I was like, hey, we let's we meet up. And
5: Did you marry me because of the ranch?
1: <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> all <know>. coming out. <laughs> this is just now coming
4: oh, out? Wait a yeah. second. Did you oh, marry no, it? So I might have knocked ranch? you up because of it. Though. Just so the kids would have some place uh, wonderful to hang, hang out.
5: <laughs> and since Hunter's in here, Hunter yeah. was 12 at the time, and he was like, I didn't, know, I
4: didn't know he had a kid, or any, I didn't know anything like that. So, yeah.
5: guy moves in the next day. Yeah. Hunter was away for like two weeks, and he comes back, and Marcus is living in the house. He's like, "Who is it?" I
4: remember he walked in. I was like, What, what is that? What, what's going on?" Yeah. And um, I told you. I was like, "Okay." And, uh, yeah, but when it, when you see it for the first time, it's
2: kind of a different
4: thing altogether. And I was like, "Hey," and I kind of knelt down. I was like, "It's gonna go one two ways, good or real good." Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no other way it can go down. Yeah. And look, there he is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 so <you're> at LSU.
4: <laughs> so um, yeah. we, we did, she, she did great. I mean, I, I, I kind of just stepped in. I tell everybody, I was like, she's actually the seal. I just had to go through everything I had to go through to be able to stand next to her. So, yeah, when she, right. well, like, I'm st- strictly around for protection and enforcement. And when she drops all, all of this in I I just get to hang out with it and have a good time and make sure that things run like they're supposed to.
1: Yeah. And I know you're being facetious, but, you know, it, that is the way things happen. Yeah. We go through things. I knew it. The minute I saw her. Yeah. Yeah. The
4: minute I saw her, I knew it. And yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. You, you take certain everything... things
1: out of your life and you don't meet her.
4: Have to. Yeah. If yeah. you remove one thing. Yeah. Then, 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 then the whole thing shifts. Right. Crazy. That's it. And uh, it has to go down like that. Whether you want it, a lot of times we get concealed on something like, man, I don't want it to go down like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's the ultimate. Just yeah. to get you around the, the corner. Otherwise, you're just spinning in one direction. You Did y'all have
0: babies right away? We waited a year. We had London. We got married in 2000, um, 2010. She was born in
2: 2011.
0: Yeah. So, so we're the
5: same. We're 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Nice. <laughs> and you, how many babies y'all got? Three. Three. Yep. Yep. London, Lincoln, and River. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, Well, we know that you have been through a lot um, with your family and... Do you want to go into that and start off about um, what happened Yeah, with River? Sure. Yeah.
1: Do you Uh, want to talk about that
5: night?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and it's important to, uh, if we don't say it, somebody will look it up and read it anyway. So we might as well, you know, set the record straight. But um, uh, it was June the 4th, 2019. And, uh, I was, it was a, it was a beautiful, you know, Texas early summer evening, um, about seven 15 PM. And I was outside with, uh, with all three kids and Amber was inside. I was leaving the next morning to go, um, for the CMT music awards in Nashville and so th- th- then we were going to go out on a little tour after that. It was just a very typical um, summer, summer evening. And so I had, you know, everything packed. And so I was just, I was in the backyard with the kids and the, the boys were playing water gun fight with each other. And I was doing gymnastics with our girl. And I can remember thinking um, very specifically that this feeling of soak this in, these, you're not going to have these days forever. And this is, these are the good old days, you know, dad in the yard, kids are all young. And, uh, we were, we were, we were doing gymnastics and, um, I had this feeling I had, I'd just seen the boys, but I had this feeling where's river. Cause he was, he was always into something. Mm-hmm. He was just, in in, in the best way, he was just very adventurous. And, so that was a common term in our house is what's River doing. And, uh, but I had a, a strange feeling at, you know, like mid gymnastic move where it's River and I, I, I just turned around and, um, my eyes just kind of led me to the pool and he was in the pool face down, mm-hmm. um, in a, in, in a locked gated pool. And I don't remember. My daughter London. Sometimes she'll like just a couple, days, a couple ago, days ago she brought up some things that I said in that moment that I don't remember. But occasionally she'll bring up something in that moment. Um, but I just ran and uh, and pulled him out.
5: How old was he? He
1: was three. He had just turned. He was a three month, three years in one month. He just turned three.
5: And how old was London? She uh, was seven. seven. And,
1: and Lincoln, Lincoln was five, five. Um, Lincoln was gone i I don't know we don't know anything about that night of why, and in fact, I try not to think about why because it it um becomes very obsessive in my mind. It becomes um what I call what I have come to call the slideshow. It plays the same slides over and over searching for why um but I tried to change the why to find, instead of finding the reasons, find the meaning. There's more to a meaning of something like that than reasons because the reasons don't, none of them make any sense. How he how did he get in the gate? Where did Lincoln go? Where did the water gun fight end? And why did it end? We do know he was trying to refill his water gun. That's what he was doing in there oh. because the, his water gun was, was in there with him. So our thought is he, he got into the gate um whether he climbed whether he unlocked no, it
0: The gate makes a noise. I mean it's it's an iron gate. Yeah. No sound, no splash.
1: I was 20, 20 paces from him. Yeah. And but we didn't have music playing. London didn't see, Lincoln there didn't wasn't, see. There Nobody wasn't any saw. noise. Um and it's part of our testimony is how absolutely silent this was. And quick. I mean it could our estimation is between 30 seconds and 3 minutes that he was out of sight which aligns with how quick this can happen. Um, because a child inhales out of, um, fear, Mm -hmm. they inhale that adults know that water's bad and you hold your breath and you know, you get it, but a child doesn't know that. So they inhale and that's, it speeds up the process. Mm Um, so I pulled them out and, um, started cpr and and told my daughter to get her and then when she came, I told her to call nine one one and we were way, we were live out in the country, and it took them about ten minutes 10 minutes we th- looked at the call log. to get there
0: so he and I are, are taking turns doing cPR, waiting for the ambulance to get there and and it it feels it feels like seconds, you know you feel like they're right there, but when we looked back at the log, it was ten minutes,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so we know now after learning and reading that if you don't get that heartbeat back within four minutes, there's brain damage, yeah. you know, fatal, if, if not, if not catastrophic fatal brain damage. And, and so that's, we, uh, they got his heartbeat back. We followed them to the hospital, to one hospital. The, the helicopter wasn't running that night, of course. So they got him to one hospital, said he was too sick, had to transfer him. So we drove to, um, Dell children's and then we spent two days there, And we just couldn't believe, what, did the doctor come in at 12 12 hours and say there's absolutely zero, zero chance of brain recovery? And we were like, we just couldn't, couldn't understand how our child could go from happy and laughing and having so much fun to zero chance of any recovery, not even 1%, 2%. I was like, give me something.
1: And he was laying there on the table. He looked perfect. And he looked perfect. All his (laughs) organs were functioning perfectly. His color came back. He looked perfect. His brain was, was gone. It was absolutely gone. I even looked into his eyes and there was that's actually one of the final things for me was I looked into his eyes and it was like looking into marbles. It was nothing. I'm sorry that you're talking. <laughs> <I
5: know. laughs> like she's experienced. So I'm sure she has. Yeah. That with yeah. us, with our friend that, um, they were really close. So she's experienced it before, but, um, still, I mean, that never gets easy. That's
1: we, we've we relived that night a million times and we've been through, you know, therapy together and, even last, we were laying there last night watching TV, and we started talking about it. And and I'll say, we're talking about it again, We're talking about the night. I mean, and we're it's us, it's things. us trying to figure something out, like we're like we're uh, solving a mystery, right? That that doesn't need to be solved, you know.
4: I was about to tell you that,
1: right?
5: Well, I mean, God I mean, has
4: that's, when you get like that's that's what that circle is, right? Mm-hmm. And there's that missing piece, and it's like, man, what? I don't care how smart I am, how long I've trained yeah. or whatever, there's the <clears throat> the, the God particle. Yeah. Like I, yeah. One of those had to be removed just to understand that it wasn't your fault. Yeah. I mean at all. You gotta know that.
1: Yeah, that that that's something I struggle with deeply.
4: Yeah. Well stop doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and I know it's, that's tough. It's right? it's easy I mean to you say. literally
4: gotta go through death to understand that. Yeah. Because when he's standing there, you know, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Because it has an it has a smell. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. A feeling. Like a weight, yeah. You know when it's there, right? And there's just some things when you, man, you can't get away from it. But it wasn't. It's, it's kind of like you trying to figure something out, and that's that weight. Like, hey, this is this is way out of your wheelhouse.
2: Yeah.
5: Well, yeah. I have followed y'all on social media before all of that, and and closely afterwards because what what i find from it is just the inspiration that y'all have to continue to talk about it the faith that you have in our lord that this this was no one's fault this was not something you could have planned to prevent you did try to plan to prevent it you mm-hmm. had the gate around I mean, the like pool gate. There's you no had, noise.
4: you can't hear the uses. somebody splashing when something falls in the water i right. mean come I mean, on yeah. there's nothing yeah.
5: you could have yeah. done to prevent this
4: that's what you needed to and
5: think and this about. was this was God, and yeah. there's a purpose for this, whether it's something, it's not ever going to be understandable. It's not ever going to be logical, but he's now an angel to your family, mm-hmm. and that will, there is there is a purpose God has for bringing him to heaven and bringing him to, to be an angel in your family, and seeing the testimony that y'all have just, by watching on social media is super uplifting to me because I'm like, they have that faith. And a lot of people don't, Mm -hmm. a lot of people that go through a loss are still, they'll be lost forever because they'll never see, even if you don't understand what the purpose is, you know, there is a purpose Yeah, and you've, you'll search forever to find that. But
4: kids are completely different. You know, some of them shine so bright, like stars. Some of them shine so bright. You can't stay down here that long. That's just the way it is. Mm It's just like with everything else. Some of them burn out quick. Some of them last forever. But some of them, especially in those, in those little man. That's just that's how that is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you blessed enough to see one or have access to one of them, that's what you re- remember. A lot of times we get sucked into that whole. Don't do that. It's like a miracle of man. Mm-hmm. I had that for that long. That must mean something else. Yeah. And as much dying as I've seen around me, you know, I'm always asking like, what, what? And I had to stop doing that. And then once you stop doing that part, you're like, okay, let's just. Cause sometimes you realize, man, I'm 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 not behind the wheel anymore. I'm along mm-hmm. for this ride. Yeah, that's the freeing moment.
2: Yes,
0: and that's taken us. Yes. you know, we're 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 there. Like we know, we know that God has a plan and God has a purpose, and and we believe in God's sovereignty. But you know, as a parent, obviously, it takes you a long it takes you a long time to get there. Yeah, and as you know, could we have stopped it? But we know so deep down, we you know, we couldn't we couldn't imagining. have done. We we kept saying that night, it's like God blinded us. Yeah, it's like God yeah. put a veil over everyone's eyes because. That was River's time to go home.
1: It was a, we say it's a one in a million chance yeah. that that happened. And a million other things had to happen perfectly for that to align and for that scenario to play out. And we had to, we had to realize quickly, within 48 hours, we had to realize that River, his life was numbered right. from before the womb. He, he was going to be here for a thousand days and what could we learn from those thousand days where he was barefooted and wild and crazy hair and and he that kid could could navigate a vehicle like i've never seen he was 2 years old he had a go-kart and we would put pillows behind his back cuz he couldn't reach the pedals but he could navigate trees and trails and did it all day. Yeah. He was obsessed with it. And it was it. never fast enough. It was never fast <laughs> enough for him. And Aww. he had these, you know, those little electric cars. I would always have to put a bigger battery in them because he just would not be happy unless it'd go faster.
0: <laughs> a lot of kids, you know, will run into a wall and they yeah. get stuck. They're like, I don't know what to do. I mean, he just he just took turns like you couldn't believe.
1: And so we and just try to learn from and... what, what could we learn from his 1,000 days, you know, and, and how could we try to live more like that? And there was a little bit of comfort in that, knowing that God had His days numbered. From you just beginning.
4: said it. Mm-hmm. Keep yeah. that battery charged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, avoid the obstacles when they get in your way, but other yeah. than that, go like hell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, it. if you've right. got something tucked you're into, right. into yeah. some uh, an engine tucked into a body like that. that that's <laughs> what that is. I mean, if you put him behind something like what's downstairs, it would—he—he—he'd cut a hole through. He just couldn't see over the dash.
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. So when
4: they burn that hot, that's—that's that's what they're—they're they're different.
2: Mm-hmm. When yeah. they
4: burn that hot, that's—that that's what that
1: is. Yeah, that's yeah. How you know. Yeah, he was different. Yeah, he was.
5: How are London and Lincoln?
0: Thankfully, they're doing amazing. Just amazing. Amazing. Yeah. They were there. They saw everything that happened, and 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 that was. You know, our main our main mission now is to make sure that they're okay. And so we put them in therapy for about eight months of play therapy. We allow them to talk about River, to remember stories, to look at videos. I mean, they still at night when we put them down, want to see videos of, of River and talk about him, and, and they have such a beautiful view of God and where their little brother is. And I think that would be so much harder for us if they weren't okay. You know, but as of right now, I can't think about the future. I can't think about are they going to remember certain things when they're 16 or 21? Is that is this going to ruin part of their life. We have to just focus on now and, and say right now they're doing so good. And that's all that, that we can hope for.
1: Yeah, My number one goal was immediately became protect Lincoln and protect his little memory on any kind of connecting any kind of guilt to when they were playing water guns. Mm-hmm. And um, the, you know, the, the Child Protective Services swooped in and they, they came in at 3 a.m., 3 a.m. You know, know we just got the news that our son and was they, they wanted to talk die. to the kids and bring them separate and and I asked them I said my my one plea as a father is don't, please don't apply guilt or try to pry any kind of guilt out of them and and they did yeah, a little yeah. bit and so then we kind of had to do a little repair job on Lincoln um on the, they made him think that he he opened the gate and oh my gosh. Um, cause they needed an answer to write in as their book why. and turn it into their boss, you know?
5: Can't they just write that in the book without yeah, talking to I know. him about that?
0: They've had, they had a couple of meetings. They took them in a yeah.
1: few
5: times. Oh my gosh. Oh, I would, as a parent, I would be so angry yeah. mm-hmm. with them. You
0: yeah, know, And it's like, I get it. I know they're trying to do their job and they have to protect other children who, who might be ne- neglected. You know, I un- totally understand that, but our concern was just for their little hearts and what they remembered yeah. and. And didn't want them to feel any sort of guilt of that night.
5: Oh, my gosh. I couldn't imagine that. One of the – actually, in, I never met your kids. But just by watching on social media, one of the things that I um, – it's, like, burned into my memory is the video of the – give me one more kiss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is the sweetest video that you posted. And it, it makes sense, like – I feel like kids, anyone who's going to pass, I feel like they mm-hmm. have a, some sort of, they know, yeah. you know, there's something there. yeah. And, um, I feel like he knew that you needed, yeah. not only you needed more kisses, mm-hmm. but you needed that on video mm-hmm. to where you could continue to watch that. Yeah. And that was just something that was, hit me as a mom and, um, I don't know. That just, that was so sweet.
0: And that week, actually, that week that he passed, you know, I I remembered because for some reason we just held, he was our third, he was our caboose. We just held him longer. We we rocked him longer.
3: Mm-hmm. We took
0: longer to put him down. Um, And that week of his passing, he, I would lay him in his crib and he would say, one more kiss, one more kiss. And we did it so many times that week. Aww. And I, you know, it's like you said, it's like, maybe they know,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: or maybe they know that I needed those extra kisses, but we did that.
4: It's also, to let you know, yeah, mm-hmm. you don't know, think about it when it's going down because it's the moment, yeah. So, you cherish yesterday, you live today, and you have no idea if tomorrow's coming, yeah. So, and everything that you do, but when it's those are the reminders, that's guys. A little there is a puzzle, right? It's those little hidden gems that yeah. you find as you're thinking about it. And like, and a lot of people strike it up to coincidence,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right?
4: Like, how many of them you need before you realize something's right. <laughs> Like,
1: we do not believe in coincidences. Yeah, a lot in of, I mean, it's, yeah. it's,
4: got a, it's it's funny how it works, but when you when you think back at that, that's the where the peace comes from. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay.
5: When I met Marcus, yeah. that was one thing that I learned quickly because he lives it every day: is to live your your day like it's your last, mm-hmm. and to cherish each day like it's your last. And everything that he had been through when I met him, it it really like at that time I was living my life like I still had you know, 80 more years, but I was like, gosh, you, you never know, you know, and he's been so close to death that, um, it really hit home for me when we started dating and I started taking that more seriously, like actually living my life for purpose Mm -hmm. rather than just taking each day and doing whatever with it.
1: So much value in that. Yeah. That's, that's the, the most important lesson you could have.
0: Yeah. You just realize, not that we didn't know what was important in life before, but you realize after facing death or going through something like a loss or or grief, you just, it just opens your eyes and the veil is lifted into what is truly, what truly matters, Mm -hmm. you know, and just how little trivial things don't matter. And really the only things that matter are God and your family and helping people and just living, living for the day because that's all we're promised. That's all we're given.
5: What support system did you have after that? I mean, other than a therapist in your faith, is there? Did you go to different family members, or how did you?
1: Marcus would text me every once <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, one, you one one in a while. Yeah, one day for one day than a couple minutes. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> um, he
0: did. He was a great support for him. It was.
1: Mm-hmm. It was tough because our our immediate family they were all involved. They all loved RIV, You know. And, um, and so we, we did find, we went to a, um, we went to a, a, what do you call it? What, what did we do in, at onsite in Tennessee?
0: It was just intense therapy. It was, it a was a kind long, of, we intense. went and did,
1: did some therapy and, um, it was great. It was great. We did a lot of activities in the woods, you know, and different things that got couple building stuff. And we learned a lot. Um, and that was nice because we were talking to someone that wasn't, that didn't know Riv, that it wasn't part of our family, you know? Um, and, and a lot of it just, I had to work out a lot of it, just getting up really early before the sun came up and doing a lot of soul searching day after day, after day, after day, after day, after day. And, and, you know, Marcus, Marcus would say that same thing is that, another day forward mm-hmm. is so valuable because next week next year, next month, what are we going to do for, Oh, what are we going to do for Christmas? Right. We're missing our little boy. What are we going to do for Christmas? Stop worrying about Christmas. We're mm-hmm. about today. Yeah. Today is what we have. And if if you can't even deal with today, deal with this hour. If you can't deal with this hour, deal with this minute. If you can't deal with that, the next breath, mm-hmm. the next breath. And then then there's another one after that. And pretty soon, minutes have gone by, hours, days, weeks, months, and with those months comes a perspective. Your brain starts to become more clear, and you, you, you feel like you could start dissecting a little bit of what's going on. And you can't do that by looking at next year and looking at What's your five-year plan? I hate it when people. What's your five-year plan? You know,
4: yeah. occupy your moment.
1: Don't let yeah. it
4: by yeah. you. If yeah, let it occupy you. Then you can see down for yeah. You know, it's just like with anything else. When you get pulled into something, it's because of what you see the end game part, and you're like, yeah. Oh, if it if it catches you, then you go. Mm-hmm. If it yeah. doesn't, then you then then you won't. Yep. But
5: there, Marcus has always said. um, in his speeches to draw a line and, you know, draw a line in the sand. And that's what he had to tell himself when he was in those mountains on survival mode of, if I can draw a line right here and if I can just get to that line,
2: mm-hmm.
5: I can keep on going. And he right. would make another short term goal and just. No, you know,
4: the obstacles go around you, or you go over them or through them. Right. But then though, there's some types of, I man, you just kind of keep coming at me to where then this is what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have man. a
5: friend that lost her husband and people would ask her, "Where do you see yourself, you know, there was always long-term right. yeah. goals" and she hated that question so yeah. much and she was at a, a big all-women's church function and they asked her that um, in a and a and she said they said, "What do you see yourself doing in 5 years?" and out of just frustration of everyone asking that, she said, I hope I'm getting laid. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
5: Just to True. shut it. Down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't. I, I don't like it either. I don't like goal setting. Maybe probably not anymore. Maybe it's my age, or maybe. But I don't like goal setting. I like setting intentions. Mm-hmm. I could set my intention. At at, at well, my then highest. The goal end. falls in that, and then the mm-hmm. goal will fall in that, or it might be something that's even
2: better.
4: Mm-hmm. Just that, you don't have any idea because that's, yeah, that's an open end. That's how people get lost yeah. in it. Because when you just set that one, but okay, what's the, what's the in between? The dash, right? Yeah. Well, we got to live that. Well, that, that, that takes everything ha- is schematically planned. I mean, it's kind of laid out the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the beginning and then the end, those are set, and then there's all the roads in between. You can go down many of them and you won't. You can come out of them, and then that's the adventure. Mm-hmm. But I tell some of my kids, I'm like, hey, if I, you know, every 10 years, if you want to go, come back, have a different accent, and walk with a limp. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Reinvent yourself, do something. Yeah. Enjoy the this this whole ride.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: Because everybody enjoys some pieces of it, and 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 you got to think the way that some of us are made. It's that pain that that separates us from everybody else. That' uh, true of what you know what what that means. Like when you get hit right here, like like that javelin through your chest. You're like, what what was that? Yeah. yeah. And then you, when you're coming out, and then those reminders of what was happening up until that point are kind of what guide you. And it's tough. I mean, the therapy thing and everything, that's one thing. But there are, there's a process. It's yeah. like if you drive your race car, your truck's so freaking hard in the woods, man, you have to take it in. There's a process of lining everything back up. That's mm-hmm. the most perfect design that's ever been created. Mm-hmm. But it still is a design, right? And it, everything happens for, is set in there for a reason to make this thing run smooth. And, man, some of them are just tough. Mm-hmm. They just are.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and we need, I have had to learn, too, we need that suffering.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or, or at least we need to um, embrace it because it's inevitable. Well, and that's how
4: you learn what true, the true love, you know, is if you understand yes. the, the other side of it.
1: Because suffering creates perseverance, perseverance to character, character to hope.
4: And it eliminates all that bullcrap. Like, you know, what's important. You're like,
2: <laughs> yep.
1: yep.
4: Like when stuff starts falling apart, you just like, get out, get it out of the way. And just like, here, just yeah. here's what I got for you. Right. You know what I'm talking Absolutely. about? Absolutely. And then from there on up, it's, it's an easy day. You know, you start building it back. Mm-hmm. But you, you never forget it. That's by design, too.
5: Well, a lot of families that experience the loss of a child, the marriage, I mean, statistically, marriages don't last mm-hmm. after that. How have y'all supported each other in that? Or how? what would, advice would you give to couples of how to support each other?
1: We might have two different answers to that, maybe. We do? Maybe.
0: Well, I think I'll just I'll just start by saying in the hospital, you know, we after we we said our goodbyes, we walked outside by this little lake and there's koi fish in there, this little pond and we just looked at each other and said we're we're not going to let anything tear our family apart. We're going to have to go home and tell our children that their little brother isn't coming home and so we just made we made I mean, we made the promise the day we got married for better or for worse, you know, and and I, I always say it this is worse. And so We we looked at each other and we said we're we're just gonna fight and we're gonna go home and we're gonna we're gonna do this. It's gonna be okay. I don't know how it's gonna do how how we're gonna do it, but Mm -hmm. we're gonna do it. And so that was just
1: we did. We made a commitment, you know, a verbal commitment, and we meant it. We made a promise to each other that this this would be something that makes us stronger, not weaker, and uh, we would use that that pain to build us together and not separate us. And yeah, when we came home, our kids had written on with chalk on the driveway, welcome home river
2: with hearts and balloons,
1: you know, they, they thought he was coming home. And, um, so that's, you know, here we go, let's go, let's go. We took him out in the backyard and, and sat on the bench on the, in the woods and, you know, started that, the conversation, you know, um, link, they were best buds, Lincoln and river. So just telling him that, you know, your best bud's not, not coming and trying to explain that to a five-year-old, what that means. But I think, um, our, my biggest strength through all this is that not once ever has she blamed me for this. And I think she could have, and I think I see a lot of downfalls with other couples with that, but she, um, could have easily said you had one job to do. You know, you had watching the kids was you you were there. How, how not once has she ever said that. And so I just can't explain how valuable that is to me. And if she had done that, that that would be the crack in the foundation that you can't repair.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, you can't take that back. And she hasn't ever. She's never done that.
0: When I came out and saw him doing CPR on our son, it was like, here we go. Where this is, it's not just like. I don't know. This was us and our family and our son, and we were both fighting for the same thing. Like, how could I, how could I blame him? You know, I just, I just never felt that. It's like we were just always one. Yeah. So I blame myself. So many
5: people will like. I feel like a lot of couples will say something out of anger too. Like even if you really didn't blame him, a lot of couples that um, will experience just loss in general, Does even if it's not their child, if it's someone close to them, they'll just out of anger mm-hmm. say, well, why didn't you do, you know, so it shows how admirable you are for not letting anger get to you and mm-hmm. to say something just out of anger, which to him would have completely broken yeah.
4: him. Well, I, you know, I had to take an oath to myself to do that. It's in our vows. Yeah. I'll never say anything to to disrespect, for, disrespect her as a lady or dishonor her as my wife, because mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I put a verbal beat down on you like, can't believe it. Yeah. That's just, wait, in Texas, we're real real good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I
5: ever do anything to make you angry. No, no,
4: not at all. Uh, um, So I have to think, you know, I I step back because there are times it took us a while to figure this out. I was sitting there and um, somebody would tell us something. And what we hear are the same words, but what we interpret are completely different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it would cause a riff because I would, we're actually wanting the same thing, but we're, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. jamming in on both sides. And I was like, okay, tell me the the best display I ever saw of it was we were at the vet and there was a pamphlet and had some babies on it with some puppies. And it said, protect them from danger, protect them for life. I was like, Hey, I was like, what does that mean to you? She's like, just what it says, protect them from danger, protect them for life. And I was like, yeah. I was like, but if I protect them for life, I'll have to always protect them from danger. Eventually, you're going to have to,
2: mm-hmm.
4: you know what I mean? You like give them the, their their openness and let them start wandering around. When is that? Who knows? It's not really that, up to us. It's up to them. Yeah. I mean, that's the next version of us sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just all the doors are shut. So as you walk through life, you need to just kind of open them up and seeing where it's going. Yeah. That's exactly how that is.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And it, it, you know, you you lost a piece of yourself. It's tough, man just is. But you're still here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's, there, I mean, that's where you, into that living, that example of what y'all set, And that's the rock. Because it is, man. Women, man, y'all can say some stuff. Y'all, 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 I think y'all understand how powerful y'all are with that word. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's some stuff you can say to, to us and just right then and there and just be like, I, I have completely been demoralized. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's no just, doubt.
4: It, I don't care what a guy says. I don't. Because it's just, that's what dudes do. Yeah. That's a verbal, it, I, don't, I don't care. But when a woman comes down on you, are like, man, you know, they know how to.
1: <laughs> no, that's the truth. So you know the pure strength.
4: Yeah. I mean, the cuts, lights, it, right? Deep. So it's, but when you find somebody that, like, we're married and, and you know, she's my wife, but we're all the best team. Mm-hmm.
2: And well, you, that's what you have hard. to be with each yeah, other. Yeah, it's hard yeah. when you, gotta when you be a te-
4: in the beginning, like, a teammate with it, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, they can get stuff done that we can't
2: yeah <laughs> that's
4: a that's a real thing right and then we can do some stuff that they can't so when you find one that you drive with and you, like you can rotate through all this chaos and, and all that with then you know you said you were set together a long time ago absolutely a long long, long long time ago probably well absolutely. being in the
5: public eye how hard was that for you to have like to to share that with your fans and i didn't <laughs> <laughs>
1: i didn't I, I pulled back um you know i i had to, i said a I said my piece, you know, that long on Instagram. I said what I needed to say, no details. And then I pulled out. I just couldn't. Um, she she was a lot, she did a lot better uh, expressing her feelings. But it took me a long time. I didn't do radio, TV. I didn't do anything.
0: Well, I was just going to say, you asked like some advice and that goes to show how different people grieve.
2: Mm-hmm. For me,
0: it was it helped me to talk about it, to write it out, even if it was on Instagram. It was like a diary. Just mm-hmm. get it out, talk about my feelings, try to be vulnerable for maybe somebody else going through something. But for him, he was very different. He he grieved how he, he's still grieving how he grieves, and and you have to have grace for your partner because I think you can. I could get mad at him for being like, I need you to talk to me. You know, why are you not expressing yourself? And I want to talk about it, or I want to look at photos of our son, and you know, you don't want to.
1: She'd want to go through videos of him. All,
0: all the time. I mean, and that if makes I me had so even close. heard it in the
1: other room, that his voice would affect me. Yeah. And so she had to know, like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm playing some videos if you want to, if you want to go off in the other room.
0: Mm-hmm. So we just have to respect each other in that way. And, yeah. and I know what affects him and he knows what affects me. And you just right. have to be okay with that. You
5: know?
4: I mean, you're a singer-songwriter, too. You express through that. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably a million different songs and what she wrote on.
5: Yeah. Right. Speaking of. Yeah. You know what I that, mean? That's Right. Has it
2: affected That's where that your songwriting? From?
1: Yeah, that, that yeah. hurt.
4: That kind of thing is when you're those those ballads are blazed through exactly what what's happening to y'all.
1: Sure,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, a little bit, a little bit, and um, that it takes me more years. Like when I lost my dad, it took it took several years to be able to write a song about that. So I know there'll be some some river stuff coming, um, but it it takes it takes a while to sift through it. Yeah, I think. What what got our feet on the ground right off the bat was in the hospital, she said, when the doctor said, there's no there's no chance, and then we got a second opinion, and they all came in, and they said, no chance, zero. She said, I want to donate his organs, and that was the first step in, and I didn't even think, I hadn't even thought of that, but that was the first step in finding meaning in his life, that that, that his life would live on in other ways. And so she said, I want to donate his organs. And so just that alone added another 24 hours in the hospital because then they had to find the recipients and then they had to do, they had to bring a new uh, surgical team in that specialized in that. So it was another 24 hours. And then we had to stay there and continue being with his body, you know, and the, you know, the alarms are going off and it's something's getting low and they they're just putting all these drugs in him just to keep his body his blood pumping basically this little perfect body with just all these chemicals going in it and but but that and as much as that hurt to stay there another 24 hours um that set us in motion of when we knew that his organs were were going to save someone's life then that kind of became a new purpose, and then we then we started a um, we started selling T shirts in his name, mm-hmm. and then went right back to the hospital with two hundred something thousand dollars, and gave it right back to the oh, same wow. hospital with the T shirt money, and then from then on it was okay. We're fueled by this now. His life is bigger. It has purpose. It has meaning. That it wasn't an accident. It didn't happen for no reason. His death means something else. And we're going to continue to find out as we pull back those layers what more it means. Even if it means somebody listens to this podcast and goes, you know, I don't have a gator on my pool. Even if it's that simple, yeah. you know, then that, then that is or, worth something.
0: Or I want to sign up to be an organ donor You know, right. who could save, yeah. you know, you can save eight lives by Did becoming an organ donor. Did you ever
5: find out any of the people that... His organs went
0: to you? we did. It was that I was I was shocked because it came back as he saved two adults. Oh, and wow. I kept thinking his little body, his little organs would only go to save children mm-hmm. because I remember in the hospital I said, "If we can't have him, you know his body's perfect. I want to be able to at least save somebody else." I was thinking it was going to go save babies, but he saved a 49 year old woman and a 53 year old man. Oh my
5: gosh!
0: So and I've heard from one uh, through a letter, but I haven't heard from the other one um but it's just it's a very close process you both have to approve and and want to meet each other but i hope someday we can meet them
2: yeah
5: yeah that's amazing i would never thought i would think that it would have to be someone mm-hmm. in this size proximity yeah, yeah.
4: Like putting a brand new... I mean, I don't I mean, <laughs> know... Like right out the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't know anything about... Wired up... No, 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 no. That, that's the same. The only time yeah. that grows is when you kind of...
2: Yeah. <laughs> I know. work that's, out or... Yeah.
5: When, oh,
4: yeah, supercharged.
5: When my little sister had open heart surgery, she was 13, and one of the fears was that if she needed a heart um, transplant, that there it was going to be hard to get one her side. And she was very um, petite for mm-hmm. 13, so... Um, that was one of the, the big issues, but they ended up just doing a um, defibrillator and a pacemaker, and it worked. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the things. And so because of that, that's my association with, um, with organ transplants. Is I'm thinking it has to be the same mm-hmm. size. But I guess for an adult, you can have any size put in. Yeah. We learned a lot that day. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That's, amazing.
5: that's how you learn.
4: Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's OJT when you get it, when you get to go in there and learn the, i mean when you're having to deal with it that's when you become the resident expert that's how you help other people too yeah. Yeah. because most of us don't speak though that's why they call it greek right when you're talking about medicines because it is it's just it's their own language we all have it you have one i speak mine and, and then we all speak a relative one mm-hmm. but when you get into a situation where you have to become the the resident expert then you do it's not even a it's, it's not you're not even going out of your way to do it it just becomes your what engulfs you Mm -hmm. it's like you you couldn't change it if you tried when stuff like that happens to me she has to slow me down Mm -hmm. because she's like hey i just you know that's where i live on the edge if i go way way past that she's back there kind of
5: slow down i can jerk them back (laughs) real fast because
4: so and that's part of it too and that helps that that helps you understand Mm -hmm. yes i mean there's the you there's the you're always in the belief right mm-hmm. but then like the kind of when you start looking at it and studying it and then it starts then you understand why that happens then you see the the miracle parts of it and then you, it kind of full circles itself to where it's all the same thing you say
1: oh maybe there is something yeah. more to this
4: yeah there there actually yeah there is and it's just how you explain it and yeah. who, and who's explaining it to you because mm-hmm. if they don't do it right then you, it's just it doesn't even make sense
1: you're right
5: and so y'all started a foundation in his name mm-hmm. um, after that. And what are you doing with the foundation?
0: So we started the River Kelly Fund. And our our first, our goal of the fund, you know, we our, our situation was drowning. But we didn't want to focus on, on drowning. We wanted to just focus on continuing to spread his light and his love and his joy and just help out anywhere in the community where it needed. So we've set it up that way to where we could give to many different organizations. So we've donated to... Citizens with disabilities, back to the children's hospital, um, some drowning prevention, wildlife veterans, like we' we just want to help out any way that we can.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so we we raised money, you know, through the apparel company or for a big one, which I was shocked we I just asked people um to donate three dollars for his birthday this past Aww. year because he's always gonna be three. so said if you feel it in your heart, either go do three acts of kindness or donate three dollars, and we raised. I think over $20,000 or something, just for his birthday. Oh it was gosh, amazing. amazing. So I'll probably still continue to do that. And then just wherever our heart leads us to give.
1: When you said he was always going to be three, that reminded me of, that his thousand days that we, early on, we found peace in the thought that if, the, if, if truly his, his life was written as this, like our, all of our lives are written at some point, we all have an expiration date at some point, then if that's the fact then we're not going to live in some fictitious world ever and say, "Oh, he would have been graduating high school today," mm-hmm. or, or he he would have been playing, he would have been Friday night, he would have been out there on the football field. I bet you know, no, but we're not going to live in that world yeah. because that never was supposed to happen. That was never the plan. It was never the plan. He was never going to be married. He was never going to play football or go to high school or go to college. Or he was that was never his. His plan was only three years and there's a little there's a little sliver of peace in that.
5: That's if you such a good it. way to think about it cuz I mean I know grown women that have lost sons in the in the war. I mean grown grown yes. men mm-hmm. sons and they 15 years later can't they they still can't think like that. They, right. they yeah. I've I've seen I know moms that are you know my my son should be having Kids right now, or my son should be having that, you know, and it's like,
1: that's a dangerous game to it's play. So
5: dangerous. That was one it's, thing there's we There's never said. a heat. There's never ever going to be a healing moment. Yeah, because if you're always thinking what he should have been doing, but he, like, in uh, the in the case of war, your boys war's a little different. But yeah. your boys like in the war they died doing what they love like they signed up for that they they wanted to go out like that and so
4: yeah that's a country thing so they that they wouldn't be doing anything else they'd be fighting in the war right
5: um yeah and but to think of it how you're saying which is so true like we don't write our own story that's already written before We're here. You know, like Mm -hmm. we didn't design the earth. Somebody else did. You know, God has already planned and mapped all of this out. Mm -hmm. And he knew River was going to go home to his ultimate home at three years old. So to torture yourself with thinking, oh, he should be in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. He should be in, you know, that it is, it would be an everlasting torture.
0: There's a, a little, like you said, there's a little bit of peace in the fact that yeah, we, we don't, we're not going to say, you know, he would be getting married or he would be in second grade, but his thousand days were spent having so much fun and, and laughing and dancing. And he, there's a little bit of comfort knowing that he never has to, he never had to go through heartbreak. He never had to go through loss. He was mm-hmm. just known that he, he just knew he was always loved. And mm-hmm. then he went home and that's like a perfect life,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know? Yeah. So there's comfort in that.
4: I think one of the most difficult things to deal with is, is during the death is the, that whole process in between because everyone comes down right in there. Yeah. I mean, you can't do anything. You, I mean, everyone's here, there, and then boom, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's why I always,
2: mm-hmm.
4: yeah. You know, this is what I do, right? I, you yeah.
1: Know, you know about it. But, so, yeah.
4: That's yeah. because if, 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 if you can tell somebody's who gone through that because yeah. they'll still be on your ear. I've mean, I wear people out sometimes. Like, <laughs> what are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: Marcus uh, boy, is the person I can't help the person it to have to
4: yeah, like. Man.
2: Yes. Sometimes
1: out. those texts would come at a really good time too. They
4: show up like the wind at weird times. I know, man. But uh, it's uh all the man, all the funerals I've seen. I would I'd start to step back and watch and just how that because depending on how they how how died and who they're because it just man it creates a life that sometimes you get trapped in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. Like it becomes a reality. Mm-hmm. That yeah. That can be dangerous.
1: Yeah.
5: Well, before uh, I met Marcus, I had been to two funerals. My, step, my stepmom <laughs> had died at a very young, unexpected age, That's and right my great-great-grandmother, okay? So yeah. that was 100, almost 101. And then I meet him, and I was 31 when we so met. So 34 now. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, love. Um, so... Since then, I've probably been to over sixty funerals, and not just of military. It's I feel like this sounds really morbid, but
4: it's true. I feel like you don't death have to say it out loud.
5: surrounds him somehow. There's uh, he nah, knows. Nah,
4: nah, i just we're best buds.
5: He knows so <laughs> many people, and it's like when we got married. The guy who married us was a judge that was a mentor to him when he was a kid. He died right after we got married.
4: It's tough his, to hang around.
5: His dad died right after we got married. You know, just all these people. And so... So wait, is it me? No. <laughs> I'm just saying...
2: No, I'm just, no it is. I'm just kidding. It's a...
5: I've, I had to lean on him of how to grieve because I didn't know how uh, to grieve. And right. people that haven't experienced loss of whether it's someone in your immediate family or a friend or whatever, you really don't know. It is a learning process. Mm-hmm. And...
4: But when you lose something, you lose it right then and there. Mm-hmm. And you're just going over. The, the, the thing is, to, especially if they were sitting there, it was like, hey, I want you to remember every good time. So that's the problem. You're like, no more, more of the, the times. And you'll see some people like, hey, I want to go back to this place like when we were young and, and redo those times. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. That's why those were those. Yeah. You try to go back, it's not as fun or something. just kind of like, well, then you ruined the one ahead of time. So like I said, you can feel it. You can feel it when walks in a room. I man mean, it's I, a thing and it, it it it
1: became you know when uh a month after river at, one of my good buddies called me good buddy he was desperate he said granger uh and he was, just, I was like frantic and i calmed them down and what happened was they were at a birthday party family reunion birthday party community pool his nephew fell in and was rushed to the emergency room they were really close same hospital as us, oh same gosh. nurses as us. And he said, what do we do? It was the same time of night, one month later. And I looked at Amber and I said, let's go. So we got in the car and we drove straight into hell.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Straight
1: back into the fires of hell.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that, that, was our, that was our first real mission to go in there. And we went in the same ICU and the same past River's room. And here, here was Jacks was his name. And there he was strapped up to the same tubes with the same nurses. And the people were saying the same prayer and they were crying. And we stepped in and I thought, well, what am I going to, where could I be of help here? Mind and,
5: you, you're going through all of the yes. rush of emotions. And yes. Flashbacks. Yeah.
1: And so they said, what do, what do we pray for? Because... Most of them are praying, God, perform a miracle on this baby and bring him back to life. Put your, wrap your hands around him and bring his bring life back. You're a miracle worker. You know, that was the prayer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And me, I, I'm thinking, well, of course God could do that. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to today. Right. And so they said, what do we pray for? And I just said, you, you have to pray for strength in this moment right now. What do I do? God... I'm in this situation, what do I do in the next, right now, this moment and the next, what can I do right now? Where's the strength I need right now? Mm-hmm. And we walked them through that.
5: Yeah,
4: That's perfect.
1: Here's what we're going to do.
5: Well, because it's not up to you, but... Nope. But he can't help you with his... Because remember that? You we you didn't
3: are.
4: know anything, if somebody who sat in there that everyone knows, that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever notice after one of the deaths go down a couple weeks later, something will happen that comes back around like, man, that just reminded me. I'm like, that's what that was for. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: yeah.
4: That, that's, that's how it works. If you're paying attention, you can see it all day long. Yeah. And then the getting lost in, into that that whole keeping the loss going... And it's tough. That's, that's why there's stages and there's grieving. And ultimately, it's, it goes about this.
1: Yeah. Was he okay? He died.
5: Mm. He did. He died. It was same, the same exact, scenario. Same scenario. Oh, my gosh. And
1: so, um, So yeah, but, so then we, we just, you know, we, we helped walk him walk down that path. And um, that was the, that's what they needed was strength right now. We didn't want to be here. Mm -hmm. We don't want, we don't want to be here. We didn't plan a bit, but here we are. So let's, let's battle this out right now.
0: But it's almost, you know, it's, it's what you say. God prepares you for things before you go through them. And, and this family was with us, you know, going through at our funeral. funeral. And so it's like God had them there with us to, to prepare them for something they didn't know was coming, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's just.
4: First, first death I ever saw was my cousin drowning in the lake, took his life jacket off, fell in. Yeah. Really? Seven, yeah, seven years old. Seven years old.
5: Yeah. That's, that is so that, tough.
4: It is. I mean, because it's just the same thing when I'm hearing you telling that story. That's the same thing I would watch my cousin say when we were trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. Like, I turned around for a second. Yeah. Everything got quiet. I got, you know, I was, was like, boom.
2: Right? Yep. One of them deals. Yeah.
4: And it's, you will drive. If, if there's no one there to tell you that that's what's supposed to happen, you, you'll go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you're sitting there with him, you're like, okay, we're going through this right now. By the way, this is gonna happen in a second. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it does, right? It really comes down on you. It yeah. does. you Feel it. And uh as long as you got somebody there that's kind of telling you that, then it's that's where you're like, okay,
2: mm-hmm.
4: okay. Well, yeah. this is part of it, it's like being on a ride you ain't never been on before. Yeah. Yeah. And if you got somebody there like, this is gonna be awesome, stand by. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or this is gonna be scary as hell. Yeah, yeah.
1: here comes the next, here comes the the next turn. Time. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. yeah.
4: So and no matter how people, you can tell you all day, you know, but then there's the ride.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: And that's, that's different. For yep.
2: Absolutely.
5: Have you found healing in music?
1: Yeah, I, I have, but not at the beginning. Um, when I first walked on stage, we brought everybody on tour, my family. And I don't remember where we were, Midwest or something. And that first time I walked out on the stage, it was terrible. Because I just felt like, I felt like everyone in the crowd was looking at the failed father. Mm. That's what my brain was telling me that they were thinking through their eyes. And they weren't. They probably didn't even care. They, they, they were probably, it's like watching a train wreck happen. They wanted to see like where the cars is going to fall. Is this guy, guy going to break down? What's going to happen? And that's what I was feeling. And so it was just get through this, get through one song, get through the next song. Get, let's just get through this show. And it took many, many shows of that, just getting through it, just being numb. I was telling my band, I was like, I wonder if I'll ever like this again. I couldn't find, I couldn't find the fun in it anymore.
4: Well, there's a song right there, Breakdown Feeling. Yeah,
5: there you <laughs> go. <laughs> well, yeah, i hey, Marcus, you and he'll right start right writing out. songs with you. <laughs> Co-writer.
4: I'm not good yeah. for the whole thing, but I have every now and again. I'm yeah. Like, hey, that sounded pretty cool, bro. Breakdown Feeling
1: but there is healing in music but it's more of the behind closed doors for now and then i think eventually that'll that'll open back up so did,
4: let me ask you a question did you go back to the beginning music like when i get the way i was trained when i get my butt handed to me i'll go back to my, the before that happened to the and in my head i have to search to where I, I, i'm vulnerable and i'll go back to the music i was listening to when i was strongest and i'll start that over again and the movies Mm-hmm. And what I was thinking and how I was operating. Because, you know, you get thrown off the horse as long. You get get back up. You, if you go back, you got to go back forward, right? And that's that kind exactly of, that's always, that's what, what we always did. okay. That's so
1: exactly I, what I did. And everything in my life, we did that, including we moved. Mm-hmm. And we hit a landing place house that we lived in for a while. And then recently, we've bought a new piece of land that we're starting from the beginning. and And I'm trimming trees again. And cut and brush again, and starting, th- starting from scratch on the in the pastures, just like I did before,
2: mm-hmm.
1: when we built up to where we were. And um, there's a lot of st- hope in that. Feels good doing it that it way. It does. Right? It feels really good.
4: I guess if you skip some steps on the way up, man, and they're fir- it's further to fall down. So it's always good to go back to those where it started, even before. Because there's a fire there. He rekindle it that's what those are for. That's what people say, hey, man, how come you never listen to this music? I was like, I, I do, mm-hmm. just not in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want to play that. well, Because once you do that, it starts triggering something in my head and we'll go down a completely different hole.
2: Yeah.
4: And, and that's why we have each other. I mean, that's why some people can vocalize like that and some people can't. Oh, you're that, right. That, that, that's to get that that tone, that vibration out because it changes the way you feel. Minute, Man, a, the minute somebody strikes that the chord on that guitar, you'll know exactly what's coming down and it shifts the whole vibe.
1: You're exactly right.
4: So there's never, I and mean, you got a a gift, and right now it's kind of like you know diamonds are forged in press. I mean, it's just kind of like the more pressure you come out, all those gr- those great artists that has to, that has to happen that way.
5: Maybe you need to redo another music video and <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll
2: start all over. Yeah,
5: start all over from the beginning. <laughs> um, to make it on a lighter note, um, how did you get into music? What was your Talking about going back to the
1: beginning, I could breathe again. All right, (laughs) um, yeah, I uh, I don't didn't come from a musical family, but uh, I think it all goes down when I think about it, it all goes down to when I was probably middle school and I and I had some friends that knew how to play guitar, Mm -hmm. and the girls thought those guys were really cool, they did, right? And I thought I should learn that guitar, and that's really how it started oh my I, gosh I, did you
5: get I, private lessons or there, no, there.
1: Just... my grandmother had tried a guitar and given up on it and it was in my closet so I pulled it out and it had a little book in there that's told you where to put your fingers to make chords it's
2: like you your
5: grandma <laughs> yeah Marcus's mom's got a guitar and she has all the books and now now that we're homeschooling she's teaching music class <laughs> hey we
4: got instruments all over the wall those are starting to
2: pull up <laughs> that?
1: Yeah. well it became it became an obsession and people did think it was cool, but then it just became an addiction for me. That I just kept playing and playing. And...
4: I can't call a hobby an addiction. You know what I mean? I just—it's funny how people the ter- terminology on stuff that you go down. Because when we get into something like that, it's—it it is that. And it's um, people say like I, I hated golf to hit that one little shot, and it everything that it just right. resonated so well, and you get hooked. And my brother said that too because he kind of picked up the guitar, and, and he was like, "Man, once you kind of do the." Thing and it especially if somebody's like, hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, was like, oh, all right, yeah, I got it.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
5: That's awesome.
4: Sticking with it too in Texas, you know.
5: How old were you when you got your first like record deal? Uh, yeah,
1: I got a record deal in um two thousand and fourteen and my first little album came out in nineteen ninety eight.
5: Because I've heard so just I've heard like about you before overnight. 2014. I mean, yeah. when we yeah. met, that was in, I think we were talking earlier, 2012-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had heard your music before that. So is that considered, I don't know music industry. So is that when you don't have a technical, technically a record deal, but you've got music out, is that just... Just an independent, an, independent. artist. Okay. So and an it
1: wasn't. So by, my first national number one song was in 2015, And that's so. That's 17 years after the first album, and that's that goes back to good. (laughs) Well, that goes back to uh, appreciate the process. (laughs) Oh man,
4: I was like, he just had
2: to marry me. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I had to marry her. (laughs) Right? Yeah, but talk about setting an intention instead of setting a goal. Because I wouldn't have set my goal for 17 years. Right. Number one song, I'll just put it at 17 years. It's a nice round number. You know?
5: Well, and a lot of people, if you have a goal and you don't meet it at the time that you. Feels like failure. Yeah, you feel like okay, you so failed. Check this and out. You what go- if
4: you'd have hit the number one and then 17 years you didn't do anything else? So it would have been a burnout? That's way worse. I it's think. worse, right?
1: It's way worse. That'd uh, a happy be, medium in there. like you said, you have farther, farther to fall when you haven't built it up. You're right. So do you yep. want them
4: number ones for the bat? It's like, nah, man. Give me some twos three, <laughs> and threes. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. Bit. You know what I mean? Get some stay power. Yeah.
5: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank y'all for coming on oh, and so sharing welcome. your story thank with you, us man. and um, with all of our listeners. That
4: um, I forget we're doing this stuff. But we'll just goes close it up. So the conversations get good. <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's been an hour. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we try to keep no, 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 everybody come here and hang out <laughs> <laughs> but for sharing your story with us i know it's not easy at all um but it does help people even if it helps one person that's like, all that matters yeah. just one person really then um you know and even just y'all helping your friend shortly after what y'all went through like sometimes i feel like purpose is just for one other family and that's okay yeah. you know and if it's in the podcast, if it's just helping one family, then, then it means something. So,
4: hey, look, your, your ability to answer a chaos question is something. Yeah. Never forget that. Because mm-hmm. most everybody, when they teach somebody something, they'll always go over like the with the nuts and bolts, the, the overview, what, what will get you into it, and, and say, hey, this will get you on your way. And then there's those who be like, I mean, you ask me whatever you want. And I'll tell you that part that 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 you're feeling in the back of your heart that you don't want to talk. Like, what is that thing? I was like, well, this is what happens when that happens. Okay, yeah. And it is. It's a thing. But we all kind of go through it, and there there is levels, especially with our. I mean, they level up. You know, guys, we're pretty easy. You know, you can see what's on our face.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: With them, it's different. So as you go through it, I mean, it, it's most people are scared to death. They can't. They can't even function, man. I mean, you can see shock. You know what shock looks like now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a matter, of just man, when you go in there and just being there, Mojo and I will just go in there and sit, and we just start joking around and laughing, having busting up in chaos, because there there are you don't think there's good guys in hell? Where do you think I come oh, from? Yeah. You know oh I mean? yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> All right? yeah. So I mean, when you're sitting there, laughter—I've never heard anybody actually dying from it. I think that's, that's 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 a myth. You actually get younger when you belly laugh out loud, mm-hmm. and in the worst of them times, man, when you can. It's hard. It's a hard shift. But once you understand that, like, hey, it doesn't matter what goes down, it's, it, it had to go down.
1: Yeah. yeah. All
4: right. Which part did you want? The easy one? Well, man, there ain't nothing behind that. No. That's just an avatar in a damn game.
1: No. You're it, down here
4: it, trying to live and spread the word, you know, trying to make this thing what it is. That's the hard road.
1: And it's like you said, the chaos. We actually need chaos. Mm-hmm. We need order, but we need a foot, one foot in either. You know, we need a foot in order and a foot in chaos because you get too much in order. That's. That's boring and lifeless and, and bland.
4: One can't exist without the other. Yeah, How you know you what have order to have, is unless you've had chaos? Exactly. I, I mean, it doesn't... It's the dark and, dark. and the light. I mean, yeah, it's, it's the same, same thing, thing. thing. Same thing. That's exactly you right. You don't
1: know what light looks like until you're in the dark.
4: Have you ever noticed that in the, as we go through this, I mean, there's things that would bother you back in the day that like people trip out, but at least can't even, even believe it. And we're
1: just kind of like, okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. I got, I got yeah. something else uh, yeah. I got to focus on, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, the and traffic that, jams really got you yeah, down, yeah, buddy. Exactly. Huh? <laughs> That's kind of like the age is rank. Yeah. The, the yeah.
4: experience in that are the tags you get. So when you come walk through the door, you trust me, everybody knows what you are.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And the joy is so much more, too. You know, oh, yeah. when you experience joy, it's so much more now.
2: Just
4: remember like how heavy actually, that is. Yeah. When they pull that off, that wake, and you're just like, it's kind of one of those, like, I can't believe you made me go through that, but thank you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I can't you're believe right. I had to go through that, but the reward is like. I can't believe that that was why that had to
5: happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
5: Or I can't believe I survived it. You know, and I mean, just this surviving something so hurtful Mm -hmm. is something in itself. Come
4: off of you, man. It's it's amazing.
5: So for people that are feeling down and in a place where, you know, they are focusing too much on the future and not about right now, what never quit advice would you give to? To people that are in a really rough spot right now
1: starts with yourself you got to take care of yourself Um, sometimes you can get too worried about your community or politics or your your family's pro start with yourself set your alarm wake up at the same time I would say start with that wake up no matter what time you go to bed wake up at the same time get up brush your teeth and comb your hair make your bed just start with that start creating hear that son Start creating an order order.
4: Yeah, exactly Pattern Something, a pattern pattern
1: that you can control So you can get up and you go I did that and I did it perfectly I made my bed and I brushed my teeth Perfectly At the exact time I wanted to do it I can control that I can't control everything else All this other chaos But I got this And then that's the pattern How it starts Then the next step and the next step
4: That's why they teach us that In the military for combat Cause you're actually doing your routines of the day. So I get up in the morning, I make my bed, I brush my teeth. Some came in chaotic right there. I deal with it. Boom, push back out. And now I'm back on my deal. Right, right. It's kind of like I'm right. gonna stay in this. And then when you got a partner, it's like, hey, we're doing this together. And then those moments that come in like that, the more you go through, the stronger you get. They can They they, they wouldn't come around. Yeah. Because fear understands when it walks into a room full of something, if there's something better in there than, than than what it is. Yeah. And if you know that what you've been through in those trials and, that, and what that's forged inside of you, then the nut, nothing can jump on you. You're right. And if it does for a second, it'll get off.
1: You're right. Absolutely. That's so why I, I try to create those patterns, and I know you do too. Yeah. Uh, you know, make a cup of coffee, make my iced tea for the day. You know, things that I can control. That no matter what happens around me, these are the things, the little things. And so, if if someone that you're mentioning is struggling. Most likely, they can't get up in the morning. They're stuck in bed. They they're just in this chaos. They're not getting dressed. They're staying in their pajamas. They're not eating. Put your, put a meal in front of your your, your face and try. Mm-hmm. But at least you're starting this th- a, a consistent pattern.
5: Right. Which make a meal. You don't But there's there nothing at least wrong with staying
1: in your jammies. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you need that. To I changed right before. Like it I, I, I yeah. tell.
5: I tell my.
2: <laughs> that's true. I tell my kids, like,
4: remember college, when you're in school and you see the real, real smart kid, right? And then when you're going out for the first time, you see them out in the party, they're the ones that are just going off the rails, right? <laughs> they got to do that. Because if you're so squared away on one end where you all you do is help, 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 then you got to be able to do something to offset that. Otherwise, you, you'll just be
1: one one thing. You're right. You're right. I'm just talking about the people that are so in chaos. Yeah. yeah. They Absolutely. Step, step. Yeah. Step, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Living's not even yeah. moving. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. They're locked down. They're that, locked down.
4: When they, when yeah. they it's kind of when they call it, talk about depression, it's like a deep that deep rest, right? Depressed. Yes. So mm-hmm. when they're just kind of locked in in there, it takes and people are like, hey, you know, I was like, no, no.
2: Get your ass up, yeah.
4: man. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Right. That's what it takes sometimes. Especially yeah. with, with with our guys. That's when I get called in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you weren't paying attention, so now you got me, right? Mm-hmm. This, yeah. this is how it works. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Easier said than done? Yes, it's right. e- way easier said than done. Well, yeah. It needs to be said. <laughs> right. It still needs to be said.
5: Yeah. yeah. Well, and just that little task of you can check that box. I think Admiral McRaven did a, a speech on make your bed, yep. but it's so morning, true. Yeah. Mm. It's like if you can just check that one thing off, then at least you got that done and you accomplished something for the day. Yeah. yeah and and it's just those small, small mm-hmm. victories.
0: Crawl back in that bed or made
1: bed. Yeah. <laughs> so
5: great. Yeah. yeah. So where can people find you on social media?
1: Granger Smith on all, all socials for me, YouTube or and every other social.
0: And mine is at Amber Emily Smith, and that's my Instagram. And then we have our, our family. Yee.com. Yee.com for the merch. And then we have our family YouTube channel. Yeah,
2: we have a family YouTube
1: channel. Called, called The, the Smiths. Smiths. Yeah, called The Smiths, yeah.
0: And we actually started that before River Pass, so we were grateful to have all that footage of him. And that's just kind of just us in our daily life and our kids and going through tragedy and and overcoming and, and persevering
5: and just kind of being vulnerable and sharing our story. Nice. And you've got another, you've got a big launch coming up September 18th. Yeah,
1: September 18th. We have our fall apparel launch and September 25th, new album.
5: Nice. Yeah. And part of your, um, pros, from part of the proceeds from the uh, apparel go to the River Kelly Fund, right? No,
0: this time it's for Veteran Outdoors. This is for oh, Veteran, is for veteran outdoors. outdoors.
1: And so every big launch will change our, okay. our charity mm-hmm. recipient.
5: Nice. Squared away. I like it. We do that too with our, like just with Uh, team never quit. We'll pick something different that we just throughout the year, whatever. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Hell as many as you can. Yeah. Mm
4: -hmm. And then when, then you you move on, right? You give Mm -hmm. give them what
3: they
5: got. That's right. That's awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys.
3: Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the team never quit podcast. Hey, let us know what you think. You can do that by shooting us an email Follow us on social media teamneverquit.com slash social. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. We've actually got tons of reviews on iTunes, but we also have a lot of new listeners. If you've not left us a review to let us know what you think, please do it. It helps us make better content, better shows, and it shows the world that maybe they should listen to our podcast. It might inspire another person to never quit. One of the most amazing parts about working for the Team Never Quit podcast is seeing how the episodes and the guests that we have on are impacting you guys' lives. I've actually had messages where people's lives have literally, literally been saved because of content that we've been able to put out and interviews we've been able to put out. So again, it means the world for our show to grow. We'd love to be in the top 10 iTunes every single week. You know, you guys can help us do that by sharing it with a friend. You can. Leave us a review. All those fun things. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, anywhere where you get your podcasts. Just so you guys know, we've got some great things in the shop, including something you guys have been asking for for a long time. New podcast shirts, all right? They're back. They're great. Brand new design. Let us know what you think about that as well. Make sure if you're not already following us on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash teamneverquit. Thank you guys so much for coming back every single week. Granger, Amber, thank you guys again for joining us. Thanks for subscribing. See you guys next week.